You're listening to the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids Weekly Leader Training. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Gospel Project for Kids Weekly Leader Training Podcast. I'm Delaney Williams and I'm joined today by Suzanne Burnett. Hey Suzanne. Hey, hey, hey Delaney. So Suzanne, this is the last session in Unit 18. This is Session 5 that we're going to talk about today. You've been here with Sessions 1 through 4, and so we're excited you're here today with us. And at the end of every unit, the last session of every unit, we have a special session. And what is that session called? The Big Truth Session. Right, the Big Truth Session. So this is a Big Truth Session, and it is titled, We Should Be Sorry for Sin. And it's found in Romans 8. And so I know some people are saying, wait a second, weren't we in the Old Testament? Yes, we have been. We have been in the Old Testament. Last week we were in Nehemiah, and we are jumping ahead to Romans for this week. And the reason why is, listeners, you may remember that with our Big Truth session, it doesn't necessarily go in chronological order. And so we will be back next week. So I wanted to to remind you why you may be thinking, why are we skipping so far ahead? That we are doing that for our Big Truth session that helps us talk in a deeper level or more about, unpack, if you will, our big picture question and answer. And so as we think about this session, we should be sorry for sin Suzanne, why don't you go ahead and talk about the big idea of this session? So the big idea for this session, it's about how all seem to be driving toward the immediate arrival of the Messiah, but the people sinned again, and now they have to wait 400 years. The people lacked shame in their sin, and in this session, we're going to be talking about how we should be sorry for our sin, and our Christ connection for this session is God sent Jesus to take the punishment our sin deserves. Because of Jesus, we have forgiveness of sins and eternal life. Through God's spirit, we have the power to turn away from sin and live to bring glory to God. Thank you, Suzanne. And so now let's move to the part of the episode where we talk about specific activities that may need a little extra prep time or have some special instructions. And if you'll go ahead and start with identifying some of our preschool activities. So this week, we're going to mainly focus on our preschool worship guide. We have two activities from that preschool worship guide that um, I just wanted to talk about. And so the first one is an activity called Play Miniature Golf which is going to be so fun. Um, So for this activity, if you don't have access to a plastic golf club or a junior putter, something you could use instead is a pool noodle. And the kids can use that to hit the foam golf ball in the classroom. And another idea here, if you don't want to do that, if you want to simplify the activity, you could substitute a hula hoop and a bean bag for that golf ball in the putter if you wanted to provide a different activity there. There's another activity this week and it's called make a wall mural. And so just a reminder here, it'll be easier for the kids to have a larger sticky note instead of a smaller sticky note because each child is gonna be given a sticky note what they're going to draw on and then those are gonna all be placed on the wall and it's gonna be a really cool visual wall mural. But again, just provide a larger sticky note. 
Yeah, like you said, with their fine motor skills, it's harder for them to draw on those smaller sticky notes and all. And so it's a great word. And you know, as you were talking about that, Suzanne, I also thought about, I wonder how fun it would be if you provided different colors of sticky notes, you know, or would it look more uniform to have it all the same? Whichever you have in your supplies, whichever teachers you prefer, that's a choice you get to make. And so just a some ideas about some of those resources in our preschool resources. Now, I want to talk about some of the activities in our kids' resources. And so looking at our younger kids, there's an activity called Changing Colors. A special word I want to mention on this is all analogies typically break down at some point. So be careful to help kids understand that mixing colors does not equate to God mixing our sinful hearts with a new heart. Rather, leaders should emphasize the new color that is made and how this new color is like a completely new heart that God gives us through Jesus. Then looking in our older kids resource in the activity put off, put on, if finding enough t-shirts is costly or challenging, Teachers, you could play this relay game using index cards that have the words old self and new creation written on them in place of the t-shirts. Then moving along to our kids' worship, the group demo. This demo requires a good amount of movement, so we hope that you're already very familiar with your leader guide where you're not having to read through it the whole time during the demo and as you teach. But just a reminder to make sure that you practice this activity ahead of time so you're familiar with it. So that way you you aren't having to read it from the leader guide as you do this group demo. Then finally, in our midweek resource, the love option to explore different resources in this option, the kids will have the opportunity to look through different Bible stu- um, study resources such as commentaries, concordances, Bible dictionaries, and study Bibles. And so you may be thinking, where can I find all of these? I think a great resource would be to check with some of your church leaders, check with your pastor, and see if you can borrow some. Also, you may check at a library and be able to check out some of those commentaries and concordances as well. Now, Suzanne, let's move along to the part of that episode where we talk about something that stands out to us or excites us about the session. So what excites you about this Big Truth session, We Should Be Sorry for Sin? What excites me this week is conversations that I think may come up in your classroom. And I think that it's going to be really important this week to communicate the difference between feeling sorry for our sin and asking God for forgiveness from feeling guilty from our sin and living in shame because of that sin. Because one of those is holy and the other one is not. And I remember one time I was teaching Sunday school in the class, I think it was third graders, and there was a little boy and he was about nine years old. And when he realized that what sin was and that he was a sinner, he cried and cried and cried. And I remember talking to him um, about, you know, why? Like, are you, what, what's going on? Why are you so upset? And he thought 
that God was mad at him. And so it just opened up a really good conversation about how God is forgiving and that he gives us grace. And so I think that there's going to be some really good conversations this week about what that means. Right. That's a great word. And I think just to add on to what you're saying too, is just helping them understand that we should ask forgiveness. It's not just that we're just trying to teach, make right choices and don't make wrong choices, but why? Why should we want to make right choices? And that and to help them understand that when we follow God, we want to make those right choices and we want to obey Him. As we mentioned in the Christ connection, through God's Spirit, we have the power to turn away from sin and to live to bring glory to God. So Suzanne, thank you for joining me on today's episode of the podcast and really all of Unit 18. We appreciate every all the insight and tips that you bring to the podcast and especially what you bring to our Gospel Project team each and every day as you edit resources and help to serve our churches. And so listeners, we want to thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We hope that you have found it helpful as you prepare to teach the Gospel Project for kids in preschool. Thanks for listening to this week's leader training for the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids. For more resources to help you focus your ministry on the gospel, please visit gospelproject.com.